366, an innovative space for anyone involved in education, whether it be teacher, student, parent, or community member. Hey, Room 366 podcast listeners. Today we are here with some students from North Harlem Elementary School. They are fifth graders and they are here to tell us about their experience with STEMify. I don't want to take any of their time away. Um, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves? Tell us what team you are on, your names, everything like that. Hi, I'm Akasha and the people on my team were Blair, Abby, Tristan, Reese, and our leader, Natalia. Our Steamify team name is Mount New Year. Awesome. Thank you. So, that, so Mount New Year was your Steamify team. And so what exactly, what, what event was this uh, that you chose to be a part of? This is the visual arts group and I picked it because I enjoy crafting and making things with meanings so I can describe why I created it and tell a story with my art. Got it. Thank you. And so you wanted to tell a story with your art. Tell me about the problem that you were addressing. I mean, like you're addressing a problem with art. It seems to me that people would think that's kind of Strange, can you really address a problem with art? Yeah, and the question was create a visual art piece that shows the impact COVID has had on you and your community. And what we did was we created two mountains that have different meanings and they resemble positive and negative mindsets during quarantine. People with a positive mindset had fun during quarantine and tried to do as much as they can. And people with a negative mindset chose to hate it and not really do much with it. Got it. All right. So you were trying to, you know, reveal, I guess, kind of expose what this quarantine was like and, and what happened with it. So let me ask you about the whole team, though. Um, did did everybody really want to do art in the beginning? Can I hear from a couple people on that? Did you want to do the art in the beginning or tell me about that? So, Abby, did you immediately want to be in a visual arts group? Yeah, because as Natalia said, I also agree. I love doing art and just doing crafts and stuff that has meaning. Akasha, would you say that you immediately wanted to be in visual arts? Yeah. Why? Because like with like the same thing that Abby and Natalia said, I love like making like arts and crafts like that have meanings and all that. So when you say meaning, are you saying that it almost your art can tell a story so it's deeper than just drawing a picture and making it exciting for someone just to look at are you talking about when you say meaning that it really has a story behind it that you're trying to portray or show kind of your audience like you're telling more than what you just might immediately see is that what you mean yes so blair were you immediately drawn to visual arts yes why um because i for pretty much my whole life, I've been really attracted to doing um, art and all that kind of stuff. And when I got the opportunity to do this, I was like, heck yes. Maurice, would you say it was an immediate yes for visual arts? Yes, um, I also have loved art like basically my whole life. And I just really um, love to 
I will say, Dr. Guest, that this was a group of girls that just immediately were drawn to each other in the visual arts field. They all had a background passion with visual arts, arts and crafts, creating to show meaning, and that they were just kind of drawn together. What's interesting is that this team started at a as a much smaller group. And as our gifted program testing results come in in that September, October, November, we actually had two of this of the of the members in here that were later joined. So where some of the girls had already kind of started and brainstormed and started the planning process, two of the girls joined in late and looked at all the projects in our classroom and were immediately drawn to what the others had started in visual arts and said, I want to be a part of that team. So, so that's interesting to me. And thank you, Ms. Harrison. So Emily Harrison is here also, and she's their team. She's their teacher, but team coach. Um, I, I'm interested. So from a team aspect, how was that for those of you welcoming new people? I mean, like, did that bother you or how did you do that? What happened with that? Uh, I wasn't really the worst kind of mood. I was actually really excited to have more like partners work with. Yeah, that's great. That's really exciting to add to your team so that you can, you know, get new ideas from different people uh, and see what what they might think about your art. So I know that you had a leader in Natalia, right? Did the other group members have jobs as well? Yes, we kind we assorted people into doing different things to help put the whole art piece together. Mm -hmm. And what can you talk a little bit about those, what each person did? Well, Akasha and Abby worked on the background for the mountains and Akasha and Reese, or no, <laughs> Blair and Reese painted and created other details for the mountains. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah, I was just wondering how the whole team brought everything together. That's great. So you did this whole project. It was amazing. What was the best part of the whole thing start to finish? Um, I think decorating and planning our design was my favorite part because mainly because we had a lot of different ways we could have done it, but we all decided to put um, a bit of our ideas into it and create like a whole piece that we all could have worked on. Yes, very good, very good. So now I'm going to ask you the opposite. What was the hardest part? The hardest part for me was that I got here kind of late and the fact that I managed to do so much is pretty impressive to me. I don't know about the others. The hardest part for all of us, I, in my opinion, is that we managed to get along this whole entire time. I'm proud of my team for this and I think it sparked great creativity for us and, and for others. That definitely sounds like you had a lot of fun. Um, so we've heard about your problem already, what you were working to solve with your visual arts, but can you tell us about your solution? Um, yeah, because remember our podcast listeners don't, they don't see it. So, I mean, I don't know if Ms. Harrison would let us, um, you know, take a picture, but, and, and, and upload it with the podcast, but we really need for you to describe 
how your art solved the problem? Um, as my team is kind of thinking on who would like to and um, kind of explain the mountains, I think Blair's going to just explain each part of what they built. Um, on one side of the mountain, there, there was a positive side where, but it was harder to get to the top because it, because it was harder to be positive during COVID and all of that stuff. And, and on another side, there's the negative side where it, the path is shorter because it's really easy to get caught up in all, all of it and all the struggles. And, um, and everything over there is dead because people can kind of get ne negative in these times. And, and in the middle, there's a bridge where you can change your mindset. And, and, and if you wanted to go either to the negative side or the positive side. Natalia, talk to them a little bit about the people that you placed on the mountain and what they were holding. So the people resemble different kinds of mindsets and how there are people who would really like show negativity. Yeah, they would like show their negativity um, and that's on the negative mountain and they would have, it's kind of like stereotypes for like how we would think they could be. And then on the positive, they have people like cheering on the people that are climbing the mountains and with like signs, they're holding signs and people on the ladders. And what did you guys use to create the mountains? Paper mache. Yeah, we used paper mache to create the mountains. And for the little details, we kind of had to um, go to the um, scrap bucket and so we tried to think outside the box with all of it. So with people, we use toothpicks and cloth and cotton balls. And for the trees, we did um, little pom-poms and toothpicks. <laughs> and um, on the positive mountain, there's a um, little arch, like saying, you did it. And, and on the negative side, there's just broken trees and and a Karen. <laughs> that sounds great. And and so was it only um, tell our listeners? So you created this piece of art, but then you had to talk about it, didn't you? Was everybody involved in the um in the uh, video? You had to create a video and submit it, right? Was everybody involved in the video? Yeah, everybody was involved. Oh, got it. Okay, and then also you had to do an uh, interactive notebook online. What did you think about that? We all had to put in like images of our sketches and what how we felt during uh, creating the project. It was really fun to do because we got to like embrace ourselves on it and show how we were feeling throughout the process. So, Natalia, are you speaking about each day in the interactive journal? That wasn't necessarily a requirement, but something that I as a coach felt was important that 
each day that they worked on Steamify, I had each team member journal about the day and they would just write a few notes about what went well, maybe a positive about another student. We talked about how if we are saying something positive about a team member, we'll, we'll shout out, give their name in there. And if it was maybe something negative that I struggled with, I would just leave it to a student or someone or and leave out their name, but just really a place to reflect on our day. So then we can truly see at the end the process of the entire project. Got it. I think you can definitely tell in the way that your students and these kids are describing their project that they were so thoughtful about what they wanted to create. And I do think that it was really important that you showed the negative aspects of COVID and the positives and a bridge that you could change your mind because it, it did affect people. And I think that's amazing. I'm sure you had a lot of fun designing and creating this project. Um, who wants to talk about maybe what you'll remember most about your experience with Steamify? I think what I remember most about my experience is how everybody put in all their creativity and their thought in together and how we all work together to create something that we were all interested in and that just really showed the different mindsets during COVID and how you can change your mindset. Absolutely. You guys were very thoughtful and very intentional about what you did with your art. And wait a second, my mom's name is Karen. <laughs> it's okay. She's used to it by now. <laughs> so now I want to go a little off topic, um, but we'll, we'll, we'll tag it back to Seamify in just a second. But I'd like to hear from each one of you what you think you would like to be when you grow up. Um, when I grow up, I either want to be a glass blower or a veterinarian because they both um, either spark creativity or, or spark in, inspiration. Yeah, and they help help people. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure. Absolutely. Who's next? When I grow up, like I don't really know what I want to be or what I wanted to do. I just have like two main things. I either want to be like an artist, like because like I love drawing now, and or I either want to be like an orthopedic surgeon because like as a doctor that would be something I would want to do most of my time. Yeah, that's amazing. Awesome. Who's next? Um, I either want to be a like a teacher or um, some sort of doctor. Mhm. Mm Helping people. Um, when I grow up, I would like to either be a cardiologist or, like Akasha said also, a artist because I, I like painting and just doing a bunch of different kinds of art. And I think if I could put that into some kind of career, it would be a really fun like job or career too. Yeah, those are all amazing and I, I'm really interested in that you guys either want to do art or medicine, you know, so that's that's a that's an interesting trend that you all have going on. So you all seem like you want to help people, obviously, because you want to be a teacher, you want to be in medicine, um, but you also have that creative side. So you're going to be designing along the way for sure. So now 
that we did steamify. You did so well in the steamify competition. Did you have a different idea of what you wanted to do after the steamify competition? Or is it the same thing as what you wanted to do before the steamify competition? Now, Jennifer, can you rephrase it? Are you talking in terms of if they were to do visual arts again, would they want to make the same type of artwork? Are no. you talking that if they were to do Steamify again next year as middle schoolers, would no. they? Okay. Um, so what I'm asking is, is their experience in Steamify, has it changed what they want to pursue when they have a career? Did that make more sense? So did you have you always wanted to be an artist before Steamify or did you want to just be a doctor before Steamify? Now you're like, well, gosh, this art thing was really cool. I'd like to, you know, keep doing it. So that kind of changed your mind. Yeah, Does that make more sense? Maybe after Steamify, you're saying, yeah, you know, we just want to know if Steamify changed your mind, change your mind at all or or did it? help you continue your decision or we don't know we just want to know from you does that make sense i don't know if that's making yeah, sense. it does yeah. at, yes. at first i just wanted to be a veterinarian and and then after steamify um i started i i just thought that art was really really cool and at first i just wanted to do it as a hobby but now i i think i want to do it as a job like glass blowing or something like that yeah Awesome. I've always been interested in medicine before and after Steamify, um, but I still really do think that creating stuff is still something I would really like to do. For sure. As an orthopedic surgeon, you're Got creating it. new joints. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, orthopedic surgeons, they also help design prosthetics, you know, uh, if if a if a limb is gone, if somebody loses their leg, they design prosthetics for people. So, and then also, I think it's interesting. All of you wanted to help people, and so you see your art as helping. And I I think that's really cool. Um, there's something called a medical illustrator, where you actually that's their job is to create art that shows medical parts of the body and stuff. And we actually at Augusta University are one of the only places in the whole nation that has a medical illustrations degree. So I, I mean, I just think it's really cool. And I have goosebumps because you all were talking about that. And Amanda and I were thinking, oh my gosh, that's medical, medical illustration. illustration. You think of the posters you see in your doctor's office where they're showing different body parts so they can help people learn about their own bodies. We need artists who are passionate about medical things too. Yeah, so it's it's cool. Um, so you guys have told us a lot about Steamify, about what you did. Um, what, so just as a, as a, a final question, <coughs> is there anything you'd like our audience to know about Steamify. Because remember, we talked about you're gonna most people who listen are teachers, and probably most of those teachers have not had a group participate in Steamify. So they don't know what it's like for their students, right? 
And teachers are very always saying to us, oh, I have to teach my standards. I have to, I have to tell them all these standards. So, so why would a teacher want their kids to be part of STEMify? Or I don't know, what else would you like to tell us about STEMify? Um, STEMify is where you can go hands-on on a project of your liking and um, it's a really fun thing to do in your spare time and it helped me um, spark some inspiration for some of the jobs I want to pursue so. Themify is pretty much you can create really anything you want um, and you can put any meaning behind it so you can just have fun with what you're doing. You can create a rough sketch of something and create that into a project that has meaning. Um, Steamify for me, um, I think it was a good way for me to show my creativity and I think that other students should also do it if they like art because you can put art into your project and there's really not one set of thing that you like absolutely have to do. You can take your imagination and your creativity and put it into one project. So I guess we're kind of at the end of our podcast time, but um, I know all of you will be going to middle school next year. I hope that we will see you at Steamify. Remember all of our challenges are out. Um, so you can be looking at that already. And um, I just want to say thank you to your group and to Ms. Harrison for taking time out, visiting with us in room 366. Bye, students. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast this week and make sure to tune in next week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all other major listening platforms. For a podcast schedule, just Google Augusta University, room 366. We also want to give a huge thank you to our sponsors, the South Carolina After School Alliance and Steamify. Without them, none of this would be possible. See you next time.